0: This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Singapore is in the middle of all this as a region's financial centre as well as a technology hub. In terms of the market next year, we recommend positioning early for cyclical growth, but also keeping some protection with some defensive names. Our stock picks are mostly based on the four big themes we spoke about earlier. From a sector perspective, we are positive on sectors like gaming, industrials, tech, uh, the s and we are neutral on the banks.
1: Welcome to Invest Talk. This is a series by the Straits Times Podcast Channel, Your Money and Career. At Invest Talk, we talk money matters and all things related to investing. We want to give you that extra edge in managing your hard-earned money. I'm Ven Srinivasan, and I'm Associate Editor and Senior Columnist at The Straits Times. Joining me for today's episode of Your Money and Career is Tilan Vikramasinghe, Head of Research at Maybank Securities. Glad to have you on our show, Tilan. Thanks for having me on the show, Van. The outlook for the global environment remains uncertain. While inflation is coming down and the Fed is expected to start cutting rates sometime next year, interest rates still remain high. There is concern about the lagging impact of higher for longer rates. In addition, we have geopolitics coming into the mix. Then there are emerging mega themes such as AI, climate change, changing demographics, and etc. How should investors be positioned in 2024?
0: This year, a lot of investors have chosen to stay in cash and money market funds and take advantage of the rising interest rates. By and large, interest rate hikes by the Fed seems to be done. In fact, it has not raised rates since July, and tight monetary policy seems to be doing the job of fighting inflation. So it's unlikely higher risk-free yields or deposit rates will be forthcoming, and if anything, rates will actually begin to fall. On the other hand, a lot of equities have underperformed. Even in the strong US market, performance has been narrow, driven by the magnificent seven of tech names like Microsoft and NVIDIA. So we think investors should be positioned for equities, especially the laggards who have high quality businesses. One region that offers a concentration of such names is Southeast Asia, where valuations are rock bottom and there are many multi-year themes uh, to play, ranging from supply chain relocations to sustainability. Also, in terms of sectors, uh, we have seen interest rate sensitive sectors such as REITs and cyclical sectors such as uh, tech manufacturing lagging they may be worth visiting with underlying drivers improving. Plus, we think areas like consumer, healthcare, green energy will also benefit from longer-term investments as well as some of the demographics of the region.
1: Despite interest rates trending down and the potential that the Fed will pause, Singapore stocks are underperforming. And this is even while Wall Street and other markets are
0: rallying. Why is this so, Dylan? So Singapore is ultra-cheap. On a price to earnings basis, the market is now at a 59% discount to the US S&P 500. This is the biggest discount ever and only touched these levels briefly once in the 2020 pandemic. On a standard loan basis, the market is trading two standard deviations below its long-term mean on a price to earnings basis and one standard deviation below its price to book. Now, there are several factors to this. But the common element is market composition. If you look at what has been rallying in the US, it has been the mega cap, high growth tech names. Singapore's STI has no exposure to any of that. The indirect exposure from property or components is also very small. So without exposure to the hottest sector, Singapore has underperformed. Second, 44% of the STI index is weighted towards the bank. This, as a sector, has faced several challenges from negative spillover from the U.S. banking crisis that we had back in March, slower China, as well as some of the tech outages that they experienced this year. Third, another 14% of the index is REITs. And as I explained earlier, this sector has been a major laggard in the backdrop of high rates. Finally, Singapore is generally seen as a yield market. And that has not been as relevant this year, given the fact that risk-free rates have been quite attractive already. I see. What, in your opinion,
1: tilan is the outlook for the Singapore market going forward?
0: Singapore has major relevance as a key market in the region and also as a global financial hub. We think the medium-term prospects for the market is very bright as there are several major themes that are in play that will drive earnings as well as multiples going forward. The first theme is GLC restructuring. We saw many of the GLCs undergoing restructuring to focus on maximizing on ROICs, return on invested capital, sustainability, and also become much more market relevant. As a result, we saw names like Capital and Semcorp, Keppel, all jettisoning underperforming businesses and recycling capital. We think much more activities will take place and the market largely take this quite positively, as we've seen with Semcorp's own 45% rise in share price just this year alone. Second theme is with China slowing, there is a rotation of wealth and supply chains into Singapore. This will also create significant opportunities for multiple sectors from banks, property to manufacturing. Third, increasingly, Singapore's companies are venturing overseas for m taking advantage of cheap valuations in the region as well as a very strong Singapore dollar as well. This should add more growth than what the domestic market can provide and also support valuations as well. Finally, we have a convergence of Gen AI, 5G, and IoT taking place, and that has the potential to raise productivity and lower costs, and that will drive long-term margins higher. And also from a macro perspective, we expect next year to be better for Singapore. We're expecting GDP to grow at about 2.2% versus around 1.1% for this year. So we are overall uh, quite optimistic about Singapore's prospects going forward.
2: Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode.
1: Let's get back to the conversation with my guest, Tillan Vikramasinghe, Head of Investment Research at Maybank. Tillan, we often hear about sustainability and AI as investment teams. Can Singapore, as a small island state, play a significant part in sustainability or AI, the new buzzwords?
0: let's start with ai since it's getting a lot of attention following the introduction of large language models like ChatGPT. the reality is that for ai size really does not matter what matters more is how quickly the technologies can be adopted and implemented in various sectors this will give a head start in driving up productivity and lowering cost i think singapore is off to a good start It has launched an updated national AI strategy early this month in December that will focus on growing the AI talent pool and also promoting AI adoption across industries. Now, if you ask me which amongst the listed sectors AI will have the most immediate impact, I would say it's the banks. Remember, the local banks have been spending close to 15% of their OPEX over the past half decade in integrating their IT systems as well as investing in AI. So they're the most ready to adopt these emerging technologies. At first, though, the technologies will appear in areas we cannot see, such as the back and the middle officers like compliance, risk, regulatory, and fraud detection. I think we'll see some major strides on this coming through next year. Now, on the sustainability front, Singapore has a major role to play. As a low-lying island, uh, climate change will have a big impact on Singapore. On the most important point is that singapore's net zero carbon emission pathway is becoming clearer and clearer it has also committed to a 2050 timeline to do this and and also has distinct 2030 interim targets as well at the corporate level one of the biggest near term impacts will be the hiking of carbon taxes next year from $5 a ton of carbon to $25 and eventually it's expected to go up to 50 to $80, which will put it amongst the highest in the world. This sort of increase in taxes will increase near-term costs and squeeze margin for a lot of Singapore corporates that have to pay the carbon tax. But we think this will also catalyze a lot of companies to be more efficient in their carbon footprint early on. So as the rest of the region and as the rest of the world catches up with carbon mitigation, Singapore corporates will already have a competitive advantage. Right.
1: Amid the current uncertainties, what are the bright spots out there? Also, which are Maybank's top picks in this market and why? Perhaps you
0: could highlight some names. I think despite the macro uncertainty and headwinds, Singapore is well positioned in a very exciting and vibrant region. I firmly believe that the next decade will be Southeast Asia's as global supply chains relocate, as mobility transforms into low emissions like EVs, and technologies like AI expand. Singapore is in the middle of all this as a region's financial center as well as a technology hub. In terms of the market next year, we recommend positioning early for cyclical growth but also keeping some uh, protection with some defensive names. Stock picks are mostly based on the four big themes we spoke about earlier. From a sector perspective, we are positive on uh, sectors like gaming, industrials, tech, the s REITs, and we are neutral on the banks. Top three stock picks are CICT, which should benefit from the rate cycle turning. And uh, it's one of the largest and most liquid uh, REITs in Singapore. Franken, which is a mid-cap tech company that will benefit from the semiconductor inventory cycle, and Comfort Delgro, a laggard play which will benefit from inbound travel into Singapore, as well as this long-term shift we are seeing into public transport. One bonus defensive name is ST Engineering, which should benefit from rising global travel as well as rising defense spending around the world.
1: Well, there you have it from Tilan Vikramasinghe. Head of research at Maybank Securities. Thilan, thanks for your insights. Thanks for having me on. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Invest Talk, a series by the Straits Times podcast channel, Your Money and Career. I'm Ven Srinivasan. If you'd like to read our columns, there are links in our podcast show notes. Happy investing.
2: That was a podcast by the Straits Times. Recommendations and other information in this podcast are for general information purposes only and are not intended to be relied upon as financial advice. You should not rely on them in making any decision. Please consult a fully qualified financial advisor or professional expert for independent advice and verification. To the fullest extent permitted by law, SPH Media shall not be liable for any loss arising from the use of or reliance on any analyses, opinions, recommendations and other information in this podcast. SPH Media accepts no responsibility or liability whatsoever that may result or arise from the products, services or information of any third parties. All opinions expressed by participants in this podcast are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of SPH Media.